0: Welcome back to the lockout, another episode. I'm joined by Ale and Danielle on the couch. We're back. Back hey here on. with another Ferrari podcast. I heard you two boys were going at each other one on one last week.
1: Yeah, episode one of two prancing horses that's went it. went pretty well. Got a bit nerdy, but it was uh
0: it was good. Good to have you back. Love there. a nerdy episode.
1: Yeah, two Ferrari
2: hellen, boys yeah. on the pod and then uh, two Ferraris on the
1: podium. I think we've got to keep that going. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah. true actually. Yeah. Yeah, first one since Miami. I know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> what everyone exactly. think of the race on the weekend, obviously it was extremely wet. It's currently raining at the moment, so Sydney's no different. <laughs> um, but it was serious scenes before the race um, yeah. on Sunday. It was just... Mm. I've never seen it rain that hard since, I think, Spa last year when it yeah, just got permanently delayed. it was getting
1: flashbacks, eh? It
2: was another street circuit, another washout, another delay, another Perez win. It was just like deja vu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you guys think of the delay? Obviously, we hate delays as fans. Yeah. Uh, it was... I thought, you know, it was fair enough. Obviously, they needed to clear the track and Singapore is a hard track to clear because, you know, a lot of the standing water and it doesn't dry as quickly because it's not during the day. Mm. Uh, But I did think they could have got things started a bit quicker than...
1: I think by about about 10.30 our time it kind of looked like it would have been ready to go if you mm. started on a full wet tyre which yeah. Yeah, if you ever feel useless like imagine oh being a man. Pirelli full wet tyre honestly they will never <laughs> use that <thing>. and
0: just <sighs> sitting there looking at the rain and be like this is my time yeah. to shine and yeah. they're not sending me out yeah
1: it's pretty much the safety car tyre now that like if you have to start behind the safety car by the regulations they have to use that tyre and then they just go in straight away and get the intermediate anyway so. straight on it, yeah. just ridiculous
2: yeah. right it's just I don't see the point of delaying it by an hour only mm. for them to come out on the fastest wet tyre yeah, like if they yeah. could have done it half an hour ago on the wets, just let them go, please. Yeah, it's safety. It's all
0: they got to be super safe these days. You know, um, we don't we want we don't want crashes. We don't want anything that will threaten the driver's safety. Yeah. Well, I
1: mean, you got the crashes that you asked for a couple of weeks yeah, back. Yeah, chaotic race. Yeah,
0: so I I got roasted on TikTok for this because <laughs> I it was a bit clickbaity. I said that you know I want more crashes, but manifested it. I manifested yeah. it, it. Did happen. Yeah. Um It did make it more entertaining, but look, no doubt. You definitely want more wheel-to-wheel racing over crashes. Yeah, it was kind of
1: one of the most... Not boring boring's probably a harsh way of putting it, but it was one of the least memorable wheel-to-wheel races for something that had so many crashes and retirements. Yeah,
2: yeah
0: half the grid was gone by the end of it, right? Yeah.
2: There was... I mean, you had the brief moment of Charles chasing Checo up yeah. until his tyres went. Yeah. And there was Max trying to run through everyone Spin, start again, yeah. run through everyone Yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, this time
1: it didn't quite work out for him
2: Yeah, I was The biggest shock for me was How many usually calm heads on track were just sending it mm. Hamilton Hamilton, Max yeah. um, I know Seb was on and off during the week But he managed to hold it together during the race Yeah mm. it was And just one
0: unsurprising one with George Russell too Getting Ge- a bit fiery oh. at the back there <laughs> George
2: Russell overtaking in the wet should be banned yeah <laughs> he's just he's not good at it yeah he he's, can't do it he's Crikey. got this
1: bad habit at the moment of just drifting across into the space thinking that people are just going to jump out of his way yeah, yeah, like he did it like joe ended up in the barriers upside down in in silverstone that was the last time that he did it yep he's just yeah he's got did it th- to botas yeah he did it to botas that's obviously the most famous example he's got the way we put it was that he's got all of the arrogance and entitlement and complaining of Hamilton, but none of the actual success yeah. to justify.
0: Nothing on his yeah. stat sheet. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and the way he talked to Mick when he was trying to overtake oh. him. Like mate, come on. He gave you enough space and like really? Come on, you yeah. You've got no like nothing on your side to tell you that he should just let you pass. Like I f-
1: Yeah, I think he was forgetting that a year ago he was fighting people yeah. like How his quickly life he figured on it for fourteenth. Yeah. It's like Just because you're lower down the grid doesn't mean the stakes are any lower for those guys. Like, Mick's out of a job. He's got to race you hard.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, if there's one bloke who was going to race his heart out, it was going to be Mick yesterday. Yeah. On on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Haas are back at it on social media. I don't know if you guys saw, but they just just retweeted like the video of um, them fighting and just said, crikey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is great. Great from them again.
2: Haas admin deserves a raise. Oh, honestly, they're sure. on fire even when before the race when the rain started and they just kept putting photos up of all the Steiner ships saying we need all of these these weekend. Yeah. This weekend, just yeah.
0: and even been going hard on the merch. I think, um, I don't know what race it was recently. They've come out with all this like going to Steiner like meme merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. They're just fully just getting into it. I mean, if
2: it's a way for them to make money, I'm, I'm all about it 100%. Like, there's so many teams that can make money by selling a product. What exactly do Haas do?
0: And again, this <laughs> is why we need less paid drivers because since the paid drivers left, they have to get creative in terms of how to make money and this is how they do it. Brilliant. They man. just turn themselves into a meme.
1: And what other team is like marketing their team principle? Like literally exactly. putting their team yeah. principal yeah. on their merch.
0: Yeah, and so good. Um, We've got to talk about Max Verstappen, obviously. Mm. He... Had Evental. a tough race. I thought I'd a bet mm. on him to win um, from Ed, eighth, which I thought what, was like, very plausible.
1: Yeah, if, if a few things had fallen slightly differently around the definitely, safety car, definitely. and he hadn't gone like complete brain dead idiot, overtaking. Uh, who was it? I think. I think it was Science or, or something along those lines, or maybe it was Vettel. I don't, I don't remember who he was overtaking. At yeah, the time, it was like
2: maybe. the it was like Seb, um, Max, and Lewis all into
1: each other. When he yeah, but when he went down the escape road, when he locked, when he had the big lock up straight oh, after the true. safety car.
0: Yeah, lap like thirty nine. But I, yeah, my, my I point. I think being, it was one of the estimates. If, if he had
1: unlocked himself there, like his pace was so far above everybody else again. Scary. Mm. It's it is possible he could have yeah. won that race and handed you your your uh, another multi win.
0: Yeah, well, I was I was praying for it. I had a pretty sizable bet on him. Seventy dollars. <laughs> <$70 laughs> it's nice park. to see
2: he's human, though, right?
1: Like
0: it's yeah. been yeah. it's
2: been a while since he's made a genuine error. Hundred percent. Yeah,
0: mm,
2: and actually copped you know some sort of negative effect from his mistake, right?
0: Yeah. Mm. And it's been funny, like, obviously we didn't have DRS for half the race, but, Mm. you know, most tracks that have been difficult to overtake this year, we've seen how the cars are a lot easier to overtake with and we've seen more overtakes due to that. Um, But I think this was the first track where it generally just was, like, close. Not obviously impossible, Mm. but it was really hard to overtake. Really
2: similar to Monaco. Just yeah, street circuit, cars are two metres wide, two doesn't go into one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think exaggerated even more here by the fact that there was that one dry line and everywhere off that dry line had zero grip. You're on Absolutely skates. Absolutely no. Grip. And
0: that's how we lost half the grid, right? Is like yeah, anyone exactly. who went off that line was yeah. just done for. Yeah. And
1: yeah. I mean, there was like, there was excitement in watching that because straight after that safety car when they were showing the chase between um, Perez and, and Leclerc uh, and you were getting those onboard shots of both of them just ragging the hell out of those cars. Yeah, just that was sliding brilliant. everywhere like, just they weren't even overtaking each other or even close but just watching the body language of the cars was so exciting to witness So twitchy
2: and just yeah yeah it was nice
0: what uh what did you guys think so back to qualifying when uh max is on his flying lap for pole position and they told him to box two corners before the finish line Mm.
2: i mean i think they made the right call in telling him to box because the alternative was he completes the lap has no fuel starts from the back. Mm. Yeah. And he could have had a very George Russell type race where he just would have stuck around the back. Yeah. Very it could very easily have happened to him as well. So in terms of damage limitation, I think they did the right thing, but in terms of his qualifying, they absolutely butchered it. Yeah. They could have done Everyone
0: it. Everyone that I've talked to has been like, you know, it just seems such a easy thing to get right is to put the right amount of fuel into a car, but Obviously, there was variables that they didn't account for. Yeah, well, uh, I think
2: they were expecting him to get it done in less laps than he needed. Yeah. yeah. That, that lap... The, the, first s- one, the first one they told him to abandon yeah. before they told him to box. That was
1: the one that they should have said finish. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was still on. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was like, did a Ferrari engineer accidentally end up with a Red Bull radio <laughs> channel? Because it was the kind of Ferrari yeah. strategy in that, like, Red Bull just dropped the ball massively and didn't have an idea of what was going on. And, um, I mean, like... From the moment Q three started and they were on six, it was pretty clear the strategy was going to be fuel your car up for as many laps as you think you're gonna get. Yeah, and just keep are- running the tires mm-hmm. until they get temperature. And your fastest lap will be the best lap. Or whoever crosses the line last yeah. will have the best track conditions in those mm. in that scenario.
2: They got his timing right. His timing was perfect. He's still
0: lacking fuel. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, from the team to max, yeah, you're right. It's the first week in a long, long time we've seen a mistake from them because they've been just close to perfect every single week. Absolutely. Didn't let them know about it
1: on the radio? Oh, oh he fed them. Shit. Yeah, and Christian and Horner afterwards. said yeah. like, you
0: know, it's fair enough. Yeah. Feed us. Like, yeah. We deserved it. Yeah. yeah. and you oh, just He pop it on blew it on the up. He did. He yeah. left the
2: track early. He just didn't want to barf anyone mm. after Kali.
0: Yeah. Horner did say though when he was getting interviewed about it that, you know, he absolutely fed them yeah. initially, but mm. then he's, Max is the type of guy he just sort of Gets it all out and mm. then he calms down. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't like hold keep a grudge and hold yeah. on to it into the race, you know. It's just like, which is a way I think you should deal with anything in F1. It's just like get your anger out, deal with it, move on. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. It's uh, it's no benefit to anyone to just sit and hold on to
1: something.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And he, he has a bit of form of that from the start of the year when they were having issues with their reliability, that he was just, he was serving the team in public, just being like, this isn't good enough, we've got to improve. Sort of no positives to anything that he was saying, whereas like other drivers, they, they might do that, maybe not to the same level of harshness or extent to the media, but yeah, they'll end it with something positive. They'll be like, Oh, but we've got to improve, we've yeah. got to do better. Like he's a Hamilton, yeah, yeah, like that that type of thing. Whereas Max is just like, No, nah, he's
2: the reverse binotto, yeah. he, he <laughs> he's the, the, reverse the, the yeah. absolute yeah. opposite yeah. end of the spectrum to binotto. Like, if there's one small mistake, it's the end of the world for Max. Whereas if it's like the biggest
1: mistake you can possibly make, Bin does like, no, everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he even said after the race he's like, oh, this double podium um cures some of the pain of this season. Like, no, it doesn't.
0: Not mm, at all. No.
2: No. <laughs> like, it's been a long time since Ferrari's been the highest scoring team
0: on a weekend. Yeah. Which they were this time. But, but like but they like, didn't even need to fight for that. I, I huh, honestly no. forgot about them during the race. They were just in that spot where Perez was out in front and and they are running second or third. Science couldn't find he any had, pace. He had was the, the visible, loneliest race. He was race. the invisible man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just, you know, not a default win, but they didn't have to do much to get the win. No, so no. Charles was can't slow say. off the
2: start,
1: that was it. Yeah. Um,
2: that was
0: kind of the
1: only mistake of the whole race, and like that was yeah. pretty out of his hands. You got, I, On the other hand, you've got to give
2: the drivers at the front credit for not making the mistakes that we saw so many other drivers make. 100%. And so many yeah. experienced drivers too. Yeah. So, yeah. like, full credit to to Checo, to Charles, and to Carlos for just keeping it tidy, getting yeah. it to the end, and getting points. Like. Checo's
1: best race, I think,
0: 100%. Yeah, yeah, it was great to see him sort of come out of the woodworks again because he's sort of been in hiding, hasn't he? He's, yeah. He hasn't been putting in as many good results as I think people would have expected him in the second half of the season.
1: He's, yeah. he's had a tough run, but that that race on Sunday was the perfect example and the perfect answer to what he is in Red Bull to do. On the, on the one weekend a year when Max stuffs up, He's got to be there when he him. comes through. Yeah. yeah. And, and he has.
0: And that's. You can't really ask much more of him for that. He mm. belongs to the streets. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> but look, he he, <laughs> <laughs> he was close to losing it because he had the penalty um, b- because of the safety car infringement. Mm, he wasn't yeah. keeping uh, a 10 gap distance yeah. to the safety car. He was doing the old Max Verstappen trick and trying to like push it. Yeah. Push yeah it with ahead. the hand
2: signals pulling up alongside. almost mean like, come on, mate. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it seems to sort of. Blow up all over social media, people saying he didn't deserve the win. Did you think that he should have got a harsher penalty or do you think it was fair?
1: I know <laughs> you you had some feelings on this, are they?
2: We've s- we've seen harsher penalties given in the past. Um my biggest I I feel like the penalty was justified. He did it twice, the first time was a warning, the second mm. time he got penalised for. Fair enough. My biggest gripe with it was why did it take three hours to come to that conclusion?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't have. It should have been a pretty yeah. easy. Of, it decision. wasn't there was nothing really to investigate. I guess they wanted to hear what he had to say about it, the situation. It
2: couldn't but. be more open and shut than was he close? Was he closer than 10 car lengths? Yes. Does he need to be punished? Yes. Yeah. Like it's it's not it's it's a very black and white rule. You're either 10 yeah. car lengths behind or you're not. Yeah. Mm. The reason I think and this is my theory anyway, the reason why I think it took this long to deliberate and come to a d- conclusion was because of the events of what happened last year. Michael Massey really? made a decision mid-race, called it, gave a penalty. Half and the team... L- realized that maybe that wasn't the right decision. Yeah. So, I feel like this new era, this, new, this season in particular, um, when it comes to penalties, we've seen a lot of them given after the race is finished. Mm. And it's like, some of them, yes, maybe take the time to assess it properly... Consider all variables
0: But something like this It's so It has to be timely Because yeah. it affects What happens I'd During rather the race And you want to see it happen In real time Not after the race like Exactly What happens after the race It's like yeah. who cares
1: and, and the worst thing Is seeing them finish That two hour race That was one of the most difficult of the season. And then having to wait. And then, yeah, get yeah. they get to the podium and you're like, okay, we're all celebrating, but something in the back of my mind is saying, maybe this gets taken away from him. Yeah. Maybe yeah. tomorrow morning I'm waking up and I'm saying, yeah, oh, you, can't tr- don- you can't 100% celebrate yeah, this. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not right on Perez because he's had a cracker race not right on charles because he doesn't want to win the race in the papers the next day exactly right nobody wins in that scenario and the biggest
2: my biggest concern was there was so much time left in the race for them to make that decision Mm. it wasn't like it happened in the last lap and it's like give us a sec let us figure this out Mm. they had like 20 plus laps to go for them to look at it and go okay what has he done yeah how do we punish him
0: i honestly think they must have been wanting to get the opinion of checo and the safety car, what are the safety car guys' names again? Bert, uh, Bert, Bert, uh, Bert Mylander, Bert Mylander yeah. 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 Because obviously it was a tricky, there were tricky conditions. Like there were parts of the track that were wet and the parts of the track that were dry. So yeah. the safety car might have been really slowing down certain yeah. areas of the track where Checo could have been like, we well, you could have easily sped up, but they would have said, you know, yeah. safety reasons we didn't. So it might have been one of those things. They weren't sure who was... Necessarily at fault, maybe, yeah. but Mylander was being too conservative and yeah. and driving too slowly, and, and that way they wouldn't yeah. penalise him.
1: Yeah, and he he was driving slowly, no doubt about it. But that's to his get job. The, yeah, to get the pack to catch up, and yeah. and the drivers were obviously very concerned because like they're on a pretty damp track. They were, had all just put fresh licks on. If They lost high temperature there, like it would have been carnage. So yeah, he definitely. did he did need to speed up, and I think th- there's an element of that too why he only received one five-second penalty as opposed to two when they said that he dropped back twice. twice yeah. yeah, There was almost a sense of, okay, well, we've given you a bit of margin fairer benefit of the doubt for the first one, yep. but you did it twice. So obviously you, you knew what you were doing. You deserve a penalty. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest takeaway from that, and I agree with Ale on this, is that they could have made that decision mid-race. Yeah. And, and the big thing that we missed this year uh, that we would have probably heard last year was the conversations between your team principal or your sporting director and the FIA in regards to that penalty yeah because yeah. no doubt they would have been discussing another yeah radio. we don't get any context no. now. We, we don't have any of that anymore which is probably for the best like from a sporting point of oh, view oh definitely but definitely as entertainment
2: fans, wise we miss yeah. it yeah as
1: the fans you just you're missing that little insight but even yeah.
2: even without that commentary if if the decision had been made mid-race and they've determined all right Checo's gonna get a five second penalty how much more interesting would the last few laps have been if Charles gets a message saying Charles keep the, keep the distance to under five seconds if you can oh it could have changed the whole race yeah it would have been a,
1: a proper shootout at the end just to see yeah. who's going to finish on top because yeah. he like we saw in Imola, when he goes ballistic and he tries to close a gap down that's not there to be closed yeah and he's, charles could have stuck it in the wall you know? yeah obviously i don't wish that would have happened but it is possible that he could have done something stupid like yeah. that chasing perez or perez could have stuck it in the wall trying to pull out the trying five second extend gap. the lead yeah he was doing it anyway as an insurance policy but imagine like it's in black and white it's known this is how the race is finishing can change a lot of things. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's an element that I feel like we're missing by p- applying all these penalties retrospectively.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. And you, you know you can't just say, oh, we'll give the FIA time. They've been doing this for a long time, so they yeah, need yeah. to get their shit sorted. Uh, before we move on, uh, we obviously got to highlight the other sort of midfield teams that did really well. McLaren. Ooh, smashed it. Who've hey been Dave. rivaling uh, Alpine recently in the constructors. Mm. They've now gone out in front uh, with danny rick and lando norris game p4 and five yeah in the race which is huge um, danny especially for
2: danny rick danny rick's first top five finish in over a year
1: yeah, yeah. it's which is massive it's been a long them. time yeah. yeah yeah just good good solid patient race from him he didn't do any stupid crazy gambles didn't try and chuck on sticks way too early just played the the safe game and like Ed norris was just on it all weekend he was just the right side of all the fine margins in qualifying to get through q3 into q2 into, q2 into q uh, well, sorry in from q1 to q2 to q3 yeah um and uh obviously he's mclaren's boy because he was running the upgrade that weekend yeah. uh, which danny didn't get so yeah.
2: in the car that's not designed around him in the car that's not, <laughs> in the car that's
1: not designed around him that he can't drive as he wants to drive it he's getting p4 yeah, yeah, it's pretty impressive. So, you know, Aston Martin killed it too, huh?
0: Aston Martin, they finally could celebrate a race. Yeah. yeah. I saw my mate uh, who shoots for them celebrating and saying how good it felt because they've had nothing to celebrate for the it last, was, well, ever since they joined F1 pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: since Aston Martin's inception, that was their first double points finish. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that was a big, big, big weekend. We we'll stroll them. ahead of Seb. Yeah, which yeah. is he's kind of making a habit out of. Mm.
0: He's, he's done it, he's he's done it a few times. Results. But, you know, we all know Vettel's just... His mind's elsewhere. He's not thinking about driving fast anymore. He's yeah. he's given up.
1: Thinking about bees and...
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gardening. And if look, I left my foot off the gas, I might save the water. They bit, did
0: it <laughs> in a race that was, you know, there was only 14 runners in the end. So, True. easier... Easier than other races Still, they, got it, they
2: got it to the end They got it in the points mm. um, I think they benefited Them and McLaren benefited a bit From the safety car And, and the, the timing of the pit stops Danny
0: definitely did Yeah, 100%
2: yeah, Big time But fair play to them Two teams, double points finish
0: Yeah, mm. huge um, Another thing that came up in the news This week, which I saw Don't know if you guys saw it Bernie Ecclestein He's uh, going oh. to court next year What's he done now? Fraud apparently you don't say (laughs) surprise surprise the multi-billionaire is he's 91 Mm. yeah he's getting old he is Um, he had a trust fund in Singapore that had 400 million dollars in it that he didn't declare to the government so Mm. they're going after him for that it's casually just casually. and He's um, just going to keep pushing that back and pushing that back, eh? A hundred percent. Just yeah. keep it going until he knocks it. He'll croak before he gets fined for anything, <laughs> honestly. <Yeah. laughs> Apparently, he's got really bad hearing issues and he's like struggling in court. I he bet he has very bad hearing issues. From it's a uh, lifetime uh, of being around the
1: track. Yeah. <laughs> or not wanting to listen to what anybody else has to say. Yeah. yeah. Also that, for sure. His lawyer's advice. Yeah. Sorry, tax agents.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing I found in the headlines, which I would say is mildly Interesting. Um, but to me, is kind of fairly interesting. It's mm-hmm. Hamilton um, took a trip to Africa during the summer break, which is not news. Mm. We all sort of, yeah, if yeah. you follow it was him, it's all, all, all over social, his social yeah, media. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but quite, quite interesting because they did a big feature episode interview with him after Singapore um, and he talked about it and he said that the trip was all about learning about his family heritage because mm-hmm. he's from Africa. And this is the words of him. He said, family heritage has been something I've been trying to learn more about. Um, what I've discovered is how we got the Hamilton name. He was a slave owner, apparently, from Scotland, Robert Hamilton, who then had a plantation that had around 150 slaves. And obviously, at some stage, then the slaves took on the name of the slave owner. So, he's gone on this massive two-week trip and worked out that his family were enslaved. And Wow. Now he's he's yeah. far out. Yeah, crazy. Like, he's literally digging up all this history. Mm. Um, And then, you know, surprise, surprise, he has to top it off and really just shine the light on himself (laughs) at how he didn't (laughs) go to any of the wealthy parts, he said. I know there's a lot of wealth and great buildings and businesses, but I really wanted to get the rarest and rawest parts of the countries and see how people live with very little. Where the best fans are. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Which he said was really empowering. So, great for him. I, I just couldn't help but think, man, just some of the words he uses, like... It's just such a Hamilton thing. Obviously, it's so good for him to dig up his past, but yeah, it's yeah. empowering and it's um transformative two-week trip for him. It's mm. it's nuts that he can go
2: and and film all this and televise it and, and speak about it and all that, and there's still, like, no hint of a race in Africa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just burns me so much, man. Yeah, Why do we have free in America? For, <laughs> for ages, going <laughs> to Africa, right? Yeah. yeah. Th- well, they used to back in, like, the 80s. There was a... Um, South Africa, I'm pretty sure. Kalami, mm. um,
1: I think. Yeah. But just another yeah, year. Can you imagine the, the culture calendar.
0: and like the, the atmosphere at that race? Oh, yeah. it'd be insane. Insane. Yeah.
1: Muts, man. Yeah. yeah. And he's I'll bringing so much awareness there at the moment without a race. Imagine Absolutely. if there was a race. Mm. Jump on the hype train.
0: Yeah. Like, For sure.
1: 25 race season, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just chuck <laughs> another one in. Why not? Uh,
0: also, budget cap. That's been... I don't know if you
1: guys talked about this last week. But um, it's I think it hadn't broken last week. I think yeah, it, yeah. Just before Singapore kicked off, it broke.
2: But it's it's getting real spice, you know. There's a the older cat and mouse of, of Toto and Christian's kind of coming back.
0: It is. Yeah, yeah we miss it. We, it's great timing, like just at the end of the season. We're yeah, missing yeah. We see a bit yeah. of that
1: drama. A bit of that spice. Bring it in. Yeah, and fuck, didn't Toto jump on it hard the second the news came out. Absolutely. He was just ready to go but in. But like, the,
0: what was the news? The news was that there were rumours that Red Bull broke the budget last year leading into this season. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Potentially Aston Martin too. Right, but yeah. I don't know how they broke a budget and they have an absolute dog of a car. There was, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was talk that one, one team breached it by a significant amount and one team breached it by an insignificant amount and everyone was just saying, imagine how typical it would be if Aston were the team that breached it by, by a what? significant amount and, and they still, still, had still a made car. a shitbox. Yeah.
0: They probably spent it all on marketing or yeah. something. Yeah, something like dumb Put like Put lipstick go. on a
2: pig is still a pig.
0: is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite literally what my mate is doing for Aston Martin. Like all the comments. He makes his cracker. If you guys haven't seen it, go on to Aston their, Martin's their social TikTok content page. is fantastic. It's like next level. There's not a, a single F1 team like Aston Martin it's F1. very classy very yeah. classy his edits are sick and they get like close to a million likes on them it's mm. insane and everyone in the comments is like these are great but like make yeah, a good car team sucks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if the car was good yeah can you yeah. imagine that would be ridiculous yeah
1: Um the budget cap thing is is something that's going to drag on because that's that's massive like yeah they didn't outline what penalties would would come to teams that had broken the budget cap by a small amount or a big amount and like whatever they choose to penalise the teams that have broken it, let's say that it is Red Bull and Aston, like that's going to set a huge precedent going forward. 100%. They're going to have to
0: set the bar. They're going to have to come out strong if someone has broken the rules, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because if like, if they turn around and... Yeah, if they they issue Red Bull, let's say like a fine Mm. and no sporting kind of punishment, every team's just going to be like, well, fuck it, I'll just... Factor the fine and the budget breach into my budget, and that's my new budget now. Can mm. I can I afford to
2: pay whatever fine they give me? Yeah. as well as whatever I want to spend on the car. Yes. All right. Well, then we're just going to go balls out and, and make this the best car we can.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's funny you guys share the same opinion as Benotto, um, who yeah. said because five percent um, over the budget is considered a minor budget breakage, mm, yeah. um, and which means that you get minor penalties. Yeah. But Benotto was say, saying that you know five percent of one hundred forty-five million is a lot still like yeah you know, and he said fast four million represents the development parts for an entire season four million means 70 people in a technical department who can come up with a, and produce solutions that could be worth up to half a second a lap yeah so you know it might sound small in retrospect to the big picture but it's still an advantage that Bull yeah. could have used to 100% get their car to where it is now 100% Definitely. yeah
1: and i think it's it's tricky too because punishing retrospectively like for last season would be so, so difficult. Yeah. But then punishing for the future doesn't take away any of the advantage that they absolutely. got from it. Mm-hmm.
2: And also punishing the driver doesn't seem right either because yeah. all he's done is get in the car he's given and drive.
0: Yeah, he has yeah. absolutely no say. Max yeah. isn't there checking like the tax file yeah. of Red Bull. Like, so surely we just yeah. have to strip or t- strip budget cap. Sorry, yeah, strip budget cap to the next year or just penalise them out of the winnings of this year Yeah, to the team it's itself.
2: The only way... In my head, the only way I could see it going is if Red Bull are found to be guilty of, of breaching the budget cap, mm. either, you know, strip prize money that they won for winning the constructors, annul the constructors' winner, but I wouldn't want to change the driver's championship. Yeah. Mm, I agree. Just because, like, Max hasn't done anything wrong.
0: Yeah. If d- they are fair out breaching the budget cap, I think that should force them into doing a deal with Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> Because everyone wants to say that
1: for spending too much money, we now consign you to spend even more money. Even more. <laughs> yeah. Have some more.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It'll uh, be, yeah it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Firstly, I, I guess these teams that are rumored or alleged to have broken this cap have to be proven to have done that it's all just talk at the moment mm. I know they're going through like an, a long investigation and whatnot and also I think that investigation is going on for way too bloody long
0: it is I think the decision has been to be made this week so yeah. it's yeah. going to be in the headlines this weekend I it's, mean it's
1: very it's very FIA to drag out a decision we're, oh we're right. October and we're looking at the financial submitted for, the, for last season last season mm-hmm. it's nearly yeah. a year yeah. past yeah. So actually
0: sorry I think the decision is I could be wrong October 25th I'm pretty sure yeah. is the decision day Yeah. so yeah they're dragging it out, but we will find out soon
1: yeah it's it's a it's a nerdy topic and it's like you know your favorite it, oh, yeah, yeah pretty much and like being from a from an engineering and from like a financial cost control background, it's like something that I've spent heaps of time on the weekend reading and all the regulations and yeah. stuff associated with it so it's um it's it's one of those things that like it's not as exciting and flashy as the cars and the driving and the sport yeah. on the outside but this is what runs F1. Like yeah. This is the building blocks for the whole yeah, season. And it, yeah, and it determines who was successful last season, this season, yeah. and next season, and going into the future. Yeah, especially so in this new era. Yeah. Yeah, and it's if they want to make the budget cap something that works and they turn this sport into a franchise with teams that are making money and yeah. under budget and everybody's playing on a level p- like playing field, um, this is massive. This is what determines. Everything it it, yeah. it underpins the sport. Well, so so yeah, it's a massive
0: decision. What yeah. yeah, what they're coming to. There's
2: so many elite sports around the world that have some form of salary cap, and there's so many teams around the world that have found to have breached it as well. Mm. So it'd be interesting to see how it plays out in F1 and what the if the punishment kind of fits the crime type thing. Mm. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Look, we don't have tie wars anymore, mm. which we miss but maybe this is that new thing where financial wars financial, financial wars, wars yeah, yeah. just there is, the is no yeah. doubt whoever if someone has broken the budget cap it's not going to be the first time no yeah. there's going to be multiple teams well, i'm thinking
2: of like stretching it the professional football even like the nba they've got like a salary cap or a budget cap right yeah where the equivalent for that is a salary cap to to pay the players and basically what happens if if you break that cap you just got to pay a tax yeah especially <laughs> in the nba they have got a luxury tax right yeah for the contracts going above the salary. So if that's all they're going to do, the rich team, are just going to do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like your Mercs, your Red Bulls, your fries. You're like, oh, wrist. fuck it. If yeah. that's the punishment, I'm just going to whack way
1: more money into this.
0: It's also just so hard to, I'm sure you know, but it's just to keep an eye on budget caps. Like there's so many easy little ways to get around, it, I reckon. Yeah. But
1: yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like are your employees direct employees now, or are they suppliers? Just pay cash, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cash but jobs. B- but exactly. It's like, how do you track all that stuff? Yeah, and if yeah. you're
0: Ferrari, just give them a Ferrari. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: What what non-financial benefits can you give them? Exactly. Yeah. And, and like, let's be real. Like, the teams that are most likely to find ways to get around financial cost controls are Ferrari, Red Bull, Mercedes. and maybe Mercedes, because yeah. they were the ones that were coming down to the cost cap, whereas everyone else was trying to figure out ways to increase Actually, yeah, make that much money to, to be <laughs> yeah. like, well, how do we spend 150 or whatever it is and yeah how do, we, it? how do we earn that much yeah. to be able to spend it yeah. yeah so ferrari's like let's just ship some engineers off here we'll pay them cash we'll put yeah. some into a lemon project but yeah. like maybe they're working on a bit of f1 on the side like this the, the possibilities of how they could breach those rules are, are endless 100%. yeah
0: anyway it's suzuka this weekend we're back to mm. japan since Twenty nineteen. Yeah, I been a while. It it's yep. been a very long while. I'm Crack really excited to go back there. It's Brilliant. an awesome track. Brilliant track. Um, and it is potentially another race weekend that Mass could finish the title. He could steal it, run away with it. He has to come first, and Leclerc has to become has to come, I think, third or worse.
2: Yeah, pretty much. As long as it's not a a one-two, he's won it. Yeah, like a, a, a Max and, and Charles. Yeah. yeah,
0: and it would be absolutely massive for him to take. The championship in Suzuka, obviously, because the the Honda partnership. Mm. Yeah, um, I think they're going to um, get, get both done this weekend. You reckon? Yeah, yeah drivers,
2: constructors, it? wrap it all up. Neat little package in Japan. Celebrate with the Honda boys. It's kind of meant to be, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: I found a neat little uh, stat. It would be it would make Max only the third driver after Michael Schumacher and Sebastian Vettel to secure the crown with four races left, which yeah. is pretty neat. Testament. And shows the the power of him and the car he's driving.
1: So yeah, Honda, the power of dreams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just but the
2: team in general—they've been uh, literally up until Singapore almost flawless. Mm. I yeah. mean, they had they had the hiccups at the start. Max screamed him into gear, yeah. and I'm okay. sure Christian did behind the scenes. And since they got their reliability sorted, they've just been killing it.
0: Mm. Max has never won at Suzuka, though, has he?
1: No, but he's no. also never raced there in a competitive car. Really? Well, yeah. m- I mean, front-running front, front race-winning car, I would say. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: I mean, take the last two years of the sport out and what, he was in the Toro Rosso before then, so... Yeah. Mm.
1: But I think it's interesting that um, I'm pretty sure that's where he made his professional F1 debut. So that's oh, that's really? quite a interesting callback. Yeah, he'd, you know, he'd love so to tie that full full knot, circle, wouldn't he? Yeah. That would yeah. be, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> full circle. I think that was his first free pack free practice, um like, appearance in Toro Rosso. They chucked him in there when he—I oh, don't even know if he was seventeen. Then he might have still been like sixteen, mm. which is just mind-blowing. Not super. So conspiracy eligible.
0: theory, maybe Red Bull <laughs> like purposely underfilled his car in qualifying just so he wouldn't <laughs> win the race last yeah. week. <laughs> Draw
2: it out for one more week. Yeah, Red Bull master plan. But like
0: marketing-wise, it would be huge for them to oh, win it yeah. in Suzuka instead of Singapore, right? Oh, definitely, definitely, absolutely. So yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, Predictions-wise, I'm definitely gonna. Take Max to the win. Yeah, Max. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Look, if you're going to win a championship, no one wants to win the championship by coming fourth. No, like especially if, not him. If they're going to crown their king, he's got to be on top of the podium, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah it's made to be this story yeah. this weekend. So. It is. It is. Yeah. And Keen I think, to see it play out.
1: Yeah, and that, that that car should match that circuit perfectly. Like it's so fast, flowing. Yeah. Um,
0: it reminds me. I was looking at the circuit layout. It looks. It reminds me of Jeddah. In the way, in yeah. it's got it's, like very it's very narrow and long, and there's yeah. a lot of like high speed. It's areas. extremely high speed. Yeah. It's just so it's so a proper b-
2: circuit. So many brilliant overtakes over the years through there. Yeah, Alonso. Alonso I keep going back to Alonso one thirty R. Yeah, so yeah.
0: it's a good overtaking track. Yeah, there
1: yeah. if you've got balls here. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's not impossible, but you gotta have balls, that's what we want.
1: I think one thirty R is definitely a corner to like keep an eye on throughout the weekend. Because I mean even like the last time they were there, Charles going through one thirty R one handed. One handed. Trying to hold his Ferrari together. <laughs> like, isn't that a fucking Everyone, metaphor like for, <laughs> <laughs> for Charles and Ferrari? Little did he know, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, so says going like three hundred plus Ks an hour with one hand on the wheel. Yeah, yeah. I know.
1: Like the diff different levels.
0: Far out. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a good race and it's on at a great time. I yeah. think it's... like it,
1: can be- it just gets better and better.
0: better yeah, and let better. me get my little F1 widget out if I can find it. But it's something ridiculous, right? Oh, yeah, here we go. So Q1's 5pm oh, and the races are 4pm.
1: I'm just parking myself in front of the TV all weekend. Like, you got yeah, Bathurst yeah. straight into F1. Bathurst into yeah. F1. That's it. Do not disturb. Done. Do not disturb. Yeah. 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 Chat to me on Monday.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all right, well, uh, on that note, we'll see you guys next weekend. Thanks for tuning in again. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Catch Take you it easy guys. guys. Cheers.